The porcelain ballerina leapt for the back of my head from inside the mirror with uncanny speed. I jumped out of the way as quickly as I could, accidentally dropping the music box in the process. It fell to the floor, the mirror breaking into thousands of tiny shards all over. Look out! Amy pointed to the box, lying upside down, and the tiny ballerina climbing out from underneath it. She looked up at us and shrieked again from that horrific face mouth. I think she got out when the mirror smashed. Don't worry, I got this. Buddy lifted his foot up and was about to bring it crashing down on her when Kathleen's voice stopped him. No, wait! She has my daughter! Oh, good point. By then, the ballerina was out from beneath the music box, its face mouth quickly looking between the four of us. What do we do now? I don't know. Ask it where Jess is? Hey, little guy. Do you have any idea where... Ah! Get it off me! Buddy leaned down on one knee to get close to it, but Ah! instead of cooperating, it leapt into the air and latched onto his nose. Stay still! Hang on! I got it! Hurry! These teeth are sharp! I tried to grab onto him, but Buddy was frantically running around the room trying to shake the ballerina off. Kathleen managed to get to him first and was able to swat the ballerina away from Buddy's nose. It fell to the floor with a crash, but quickly scurried out of sight. Yeah, you better run. Are you okay? I think so, but that bitch is going to need one hell of a dentist when I'm done with her. You're bleeding. Let me get you a towel. Kathleen left the room, leaving the three of us standing there. I got down on my hands and knees to look on the floor to see where the ballerina may have gone. Anything? I don't see anything. Check under the bed again? I picked up the bed sheets and looked around. I didn't see any sign of her, but I did see something of interest. There's a vent on the floor down here. Looks big enough for her to have gotten through it. Do you think she got out? Maybe. I I don't know. Maybe we should try to follow the air vents. Is that a thing? It works in movies. Kathleen came back in with a towel for Buddy and pressed it against his nose. Cold compression for a little bit. It will stop the swelling, too. Uh, Thank you. We think she may have gotten out. Do you know where the vents lead outside? I have no idea. Try the backyard? I'll grab the box, just in case. We headed out of the room and through the house and into the night air. The backyard was quiet except for the usual nighttime noises. Now what? Spread out. See if you can find anything. The four of us looked around the backyard, the moon making it a little easier than usual to see. However, after a few minutes, none of us turned up anything again. I'm not finding anything. Me either. Okay, let's think about this logically. Should we regroup in the kitchen? Sure. We made our way back inside, and we all sat around the kitchen table trying to work it out. She's tiny, and she's made of porcelain. She can't have gone that far. But she's also pretty wily, as evidenced by what she did to Buddy back there. That was a cheap shot she took, and you know it. So, now what do we do? It's been three days, and I just want my Jess back! Maybe she wasn't taken. Is there anywhere you can think of that she might have gone? Maybe to hide? No, not that I can think of. There's no secret places she enjoys? Or just somewhere in general? Jess wouldn't do that. Buddy removed the towel from his face, showing that the bleeding had stopped. I'm sorry, but can I have a glass of water? My throat feels like I swallowed glass. Your eyes look a little glassy, too. Are you feeling okay? Hurt pride, more than anything else. I've never liked ballerinas anyway. (sighs) Is this about the Nutcracker again? I would have been the best damn Nutcracker prince around, but no! Mrs. Woodrow just had to cast me as one of the pages. Buddy, that was almost 15 years ago! So? It still stings. All right, all right. Let's get back to the matter at hand. Right, sorry. So, water, please? Absolutely. Kathleen got up and got a glass from her cabinet for Buddy. However, when she got to the kitchen counter, she froze. Kathleen? What's wrong? I... I think I know where she might have gone. 
Kathleen pointed to a phone book, which we hadn't noticed earlier, but was sitting on the counter where she was. We all got up to look at it. What's it say? There's a page that looks like someone tried to rip it out, and a big ad for Miranda's dance studio. Does this mean anything to you, Kathleen? That is where I used to take Jess for ballet lessons. Before they closed a few weeks ago. That's good enough for me. Let's go check it out. Guys, I'm not feeling very well. I turned just in time to see Buddy collapse to the floor. Buddy! We all rushed to his side and tried to help him back up. Kathleen and I managed to get him back into the seat at the table, while Amy doused a cloth with water to wipe his head. Are you okay? I don't know. All of a sudden I feel... achy. Very achy. Can you stand? Just give him a minute to rest. I don't know if we have a minute, dude. Every second we waste is the second that we lose the ballerina. I hate to admit it, but he's right. Maybe the three of us should go. And buddy, you're welcome to stay here and rest until we get back. No, I get it. I want to see this through to the end. I want to see the look on her smug little face when I smash it. I don't know, man. You look pretty bad. No offense. Yeah, you should probably lay down. I got this. Now, come on already. Let's go. Amy helped me bring Buddy out to my car. Since I finally got it back after hitting whatever that thing was when I came back into town a few weeks ago, and Buddy's car was totaled after its encounter with the raggedy man. I climbed into the front seat with Kathleen, and Buddy and Amy took the back. Buckle up, kids. It's time for a dance-off. When did this place close, Kathleen? Just a few weeks ago. The owner wasn't making enough to keep it going, so she basically just locked the doors and walked away. Any idea how we're going to get in, or should we just start our breaking and entering career now? She usually kept a spare key under the potted plants over there. What are the chances she left it there? I dug around a bit, and luckily was able to find the spare pretty easily. Thank God for small miracles. Let's just hope she's inside. I went to put the key into the lock when I heard something crash to the ground behind me. We all turned around to see Buddy on the ground again. Buddy! His movements were rough and jerky, reminding me of something I couldn't quite put my finger on. Let's get you up and into the car again. Kathleen grabbed him on one side and I grabbed the other. However, when I put his arm around me, I didn't feel the soft touch of skin. Instead, it was hard and smooth. Amy came over to help and felt it too. What the hell? What's wrong with him? Buddy? Can you hear me? Are you okay? He's not answering. What's wrong with his skin? I, I don't know. It doesn't feel like skin. It feels like... Porcelain. It feels like glass. Just like... The ballerina. Oh no. Do you think that when she bit him, that maybe she... Okay, <laughs> let's not panic. Buddy's head rolled forward as we maneuvered him back toward the front seat of the car. We managed to make it a few feet before he went completely still, and we all stopped in our tracks. Buddy? Buddy fell forward out of our grip and staggered a few feet in front of us. It was then that I realized just what his weird movements reminded me of. He moved just like the ballerina. He's moving just like her. Hey, buddy. Let's, uh, let's just get you back into the car and then we can get inside the studio so we can... The sound cut me off, coming from Buddy's direction. His head still facing down, he moved a step toward us. The moonlight reflected off his skin, which now gave off a glassy sheen. This is not good, is it? Look! Buddy's head moved, and he lifted it up to face us. But instead of that lovable face we all know and love, 
It was a black hole filled with teeth, just like the ballerina. Oh, no. <laughs> Buddy opened his face mouth impossibly wide and let loose an ear-piercing shriek before charging right toward us. Return Home, Episode 7, Small Red Box. You just listened to Part 2 of 3. It was written by Jeff Heimbuck and produced by Andrew Taylor and Jeff Heimbuck. Additional production was by Stephen Willard. It featured the vocal talents of Taylor Thorne, Forrest Orta, Alyssa Ritorno, and Jeff Heimbuck. The original musical score was by Corey Celeste. You can find out more about the show by visiting our website at returnhomepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash returnhomepodcast, on Twitter at returnhomeshow, and on Tumblr at returnhomepodcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us by leaving a review on iTunes or contributing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash returnhomepodcast. Questions? Comments? Think that Buddy would have made a great Nutcracker Prince? Send us an email at returnhomepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, pleasant dreams. <laughs>